to the Chicago Women in Comedy. I think ladies in comedy, Lisa. Ladies in comedy. We've already gotten it incorrect. <laughs> All right. Up on the right foot. On the right foot, we are standing on one foot in a shower stall in, um, I would say, a disgusting bathroom, but it's really not that disgusting. No, this whole space is like a very nice college party. Yes. Like a nice, yeah, yeah. college party where yeah. everyone's a dork. Yeah, everyone's a dork. You kind of know who they are. No jocks, only nerds. No jocks allowed. Um, well, yeah. Lisa Kleinman, um, welcome to the <laughs> Oh, thanks for having um, me. Now, Lisa, tell me a little bit about yourself. Did I have this correct? You're currently working in development. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, for a production company. That's correct. Maybe that's something ladies are interested okay, in. Okay, yeah, what's, okay. What, what's that like? Tell us so me. I've always been really afraid of not having money. Uh-huh. And it's really hard. It's like a really unpredictable career. And I just have always had like a safety net. So a lot of times when I first started doing comedy and like performing, I would wait tables. Okay. And I was waiting tables at night and going auditions in the morning. And I thought that was like what I wanted to do. But then I didn't really like those auditions. They weren't really what I wanted to do. And then I got to perform, you know, doing stuff at UCB and like improv and sketch and like whatever. And then I was like, oh, I want to do this more. So I got a survival day job. Where I worked at a law office as a receptionist, and it was great because it afforded me a lifestyle where I could perform a lot and meet people and like take classes and learn. And you had health insurance. And I had health insurance, which was great. And then, and then it got to a point where my day jobs started to be more like in my field. So I, I got like a writing job. I wrote for like a fashion show. Um, I just started just like broaden what I wanted to do. And now, when that show didn't get picked up, I was doing freelance development and redeveloping that show and then I got on uh, this weird job in comedy development and it's been able to be in my field while I sustain like performing and doing other things too so it's good I guess if you're gonna like put like a lesson on it it's it, it has been good for me to like be open to other things that are just in my field and you went to uh a conservatory acting school, if I have that correct. That's correct. I know that's correct, but I like to pretend <laughs> that I don't. Have that um, is that true? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah that's right. Is on. that true? Um, that's true. Did you take the meeting? That's uh, never mind. That's uh, someone else's impression of Mark Marin. But keep going. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Meeting with Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to. I thought I was going to be like a real serious actor. I thought I was like an ingenue. Not. Oh, you are. I'm oh. looking at. I'm looking at Lisa right now. It's not. It's really hard. I don't know how to it's play hard like to be completely. An yeah. yeah, it's really boring. Also, right. it's, it's not, like a not lot very of fun. fun. You're not really the active person if you're the ingenue. No, you're pretty passive. Like you're I wanted. To, I thought like I would be like, oh, I could just be Laura in a glass menagerie, oh, just like this weak, mealy yeah. woman right. who can't do anything. Um, but yeah, I went to act four years. I got my BFA in acting, uh-huh. and it was good. But, like, you know, my senior thesis, you do, like, a senior thesis. No, you do, and then you do, like, a showcase, and you show them from agents and managers. I, I like, wrote sketches with, with, like, a bunch of other girls, and then it was, like, funny, and it went, like, really well. So it's, like, even then, I think I was, like, slowly learning that I wanted to do comedy. On the path to comedy. Yeah. So you left school, and then you moved to L.A. for a little bit to, like, act. That's correct. Okay, and um, what did you, 
what was that experience like for you? Well, it was horrible. I didn't know anything about LA. It was really scary and stupid, and I just smoked pot with my friends in an apartment and refused to leave or do anything. And I was auditioning for things like Girl at a Party, like just Girl at a Party. That's the, really the only audition right. I ever got, but I got it a lot. And then it was so depressing that my boyfriend at the time, who I was long distance with, was like, you should take improv classes at I.O. West, because he thought that was like the most legitimate, like kind of like old school theater and I was like okay and I did and it was great and it was like the most fun I was having in LA and then I just decided to go to New York because it was closer to my family and and then so you moved to New York and then that's when you start taking classes at UCB or yeah. how did you I was like this is this is the thing that I liked the most out of LA this is the first thing I'm going to make sure I'm doing when I'm in New York and you started doing improv classes there. I, I started doing yeah I went through the improv classes like Pretty quickly, or like pretty like my like would take one right after the other, and and was it your hope at the time you were taking this? Were you like, oh, I hope I'll be on like a Herald team? What was the? Yeah, it had to have been my inner hope, but I'm such a, like a pessimistic person that I was always. <laughs> I remember like one one, I was like, well, if you're doing it to get on a Herald team, you just shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would hear those things and be like, that's just what I mean. It's about I'm doing it because like shouldn't do it because of that. But then it got to a point where. I could, like, I got would get called back for Herald auditions, and I was like, oh, this could be a thing. But I never really quite, like... Thought that was, like, that Yeah, thing. I didn't really, like, want to put... I also remember being on a lot of practice teams and hated practicing so much. I was like, I would rather do anything else than practice. The shows were always fun, but I, it was hard. I wasn't as disciplined in improv as I would be with, like, any other responsibility. And then, so then this led you... Though you did try out for mod and then mm-hmm. made it onto mod team, which is yeah. Spoiler alert: spoiler. how we know each other. That's a, yeah. Ding ding ding. ding, ding, ding They've ding, been ding. waiting the entire time. Um, and so, what was that like choice? To was it like the acting that yeah. you're like, oh, I can do this, or and yeah. what was like the audition process like and stuff like? That? Well, I remember seeing mod teams and being, which is a sketch team at UCB, and it was like I remember being like, this is kind of what I really want to do. Like, I want to perform comedy in front of like a big audience, but I'd much rather be like prepared and rehearsed about it yeah. and like kind of like really develop it. So I was like, that's like what I, because that's what I did. I was like, oh, that's like a play, but like it's only funny, right? And it's like much cooler. Um, so then I auditioned for Modern, which I had to do like characters in three minutes. So I did like four or five characters and I put it together that weekend. But when I did it, it was like really motivated. I'd never done that before, even though I like always wanted to. And it was like very fulfilling and great. And then, um, I feel, I feel like I would, I still, I would use those characters probably today. today yeah. Today. And that's where I met Langan. Uh-huh. That's me. Who, and when you started off on a mod team, <laughs> uh, turning the tables. Oh, good she was like, tell stories or like, do whatever. We're like, yeah. we're going to straight gonna up Charlie Rose interviews. <laughs> well, I feel like we know so much about yeah. each other. I mean, yeah, I don't even know what stories we. T- I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it is a lot. I I like this a lot because I like you as a like, person. Yeah, and it's like let's get into who this person is. We should all know who Langan Kingsley is. Yeah, or as my dad refers to you as Langdon. Langdon. And I'm like, Kingsley. why do you? There's yeah. no date. He was like, well, he's got it. He's got it. Yeah. I mean, the man bought me a a margarita know, at Dallas BBQ. Ooh. I can't be mad at him. Um, so when you started off at UCB, well, yes. you went to well, you went first. Let's start at the beginning. You went to Wellesley. I went to Wellesley College, That's the which is of a your women's life. college. Mm-hmm. So ladies, take note. Um, yeah, I went there. 
I did improv there in college, and I had done it like theater in college and high school, but not like at your. I think probably I was like too um, had too low of self esteem, or just like was like I'll never be able to like do this, so I don't think I'll go to like a conservatory program. And, yeah. Because I had friends from my high school who would go, who like went to NYU, went to Tisch and yeah. stuff, and I was just like. I don't know I think I need like a yeah I degree. mean you're not wrong though yeah. like I thought when I got out of school like no one's good still like you're just like you know like 20 and stupid and doing monologues for characters that are so much older than you and it right. doesn't make yeah. sense like I thought it was like a like it would like mean something that someone from that went to like Ohio State or like Rutgers or like whatever yeah. like had no I remember we did God's Favorite when I was in high school do you know that play no. Neil, it's Neil Simon oh, not God. one of his better known not, works. Not, not lost in it's basically the story of Job, but like updated, the biblical story of Job, but updated like whenever he wrote it, which was, I don't know, like the 70s or 80s or whatever. And let me tell you, a bunch of high school students, a bunch of Catholic school high school students doing a Neil Simon play about a bunch of Jewish adults. Nothing was worse. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But that's very uh, but funny. It was bad, you know. Um, Are you afraid that there, someone's listening? I'm. Like, a, I honestly was like, oh my god, what if my like high school acting teachers, um, coach? I don't know. Whatever you call them. Yeah. So anyway, it, that yeah, I went to college. And why do you pick Wellesley? Because it's a female college. It's a, it's a <laughs> I mean, women's college. I'm gonna, it's a women's college. <laughs> it's a female-oriented a college. A female college. I mean, I'm like probably speaking Ooh, I think it. I accidentally turned the volume up. Oh, well, whatever. Okay. How um, long have I been doing that for? I don't know. Uh, well, if this podcast sucks, too bad. <laughs> Sorry. Because uh, uh, it's an all-women's college. I feel like that's like, you know, that's the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. Big time elephant. Um, I went there because I liked it. I don't know. I didn't intend to go to like a women's college, but then I, I think I had all these grand ideals about what college was going to be like, and then I visited a bunch of them, and I was like, I don't know if I like these, but then I visited Wellesley, and it was like a beautiful summer day, and it was yeah. a beautiful campus, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. And uh, I liked it a lot. It was, I think, like, in many ways, I'm very happy I went there because, like, I did, uh, I, I, I tried out for, yeah. you know, an improv team and did it. And I don't know if, I don't know, it's hard to say whether I would have the confidence to do that somewhere else. But I just think it was a little empowering. There is something they say about it where the good part about going to a women's college is like everyone is a woman so you never it's like you never get the sense of like you can't do something or that it's a boys club or other people are in charge of it it like takes that out of the equation yeah so you're just like everything is open to me um so I did that and then I had friends from that group called Dead Serious who had a friend, specifically Nicole Dressbell, who had moved to New York and was taking classes at UCB, and she would get me, when I would come down to visit family, would be like, you have to come see shows, so I'd see shows at UCB, and then I, she was like, you should take classes here, so then I moved to New York, and I had a lot of day jobs like you, like, I, I didn't waitress, which is kind of, I feel like, the thing to do if you're, but I did, um, I worked in, for a social services agency when I moved here and then I worked in publishing and 
just kind of took classes and here I am now in a bathroom stall. And, and you do <laughs> sketch and improv. I do sketch and improv, uh, which is good. Yeah, I like doing both. I think it's really important if you're... I, don't, I think it's important to do more than improv, I'll say that. Unless you feel like you want to be like an improv teacher or a guru, which I think is perfectly like cool and acceptable. But I think if you want to like work, you, you have yeah. to write. Um, and you wrote mm-hmm. for a TV show yeah. called The Fabulous, which yeah, is on which e. is not like it was like it was a good experience for me because I don't have a ton of like narrative writing experience, but I feel yeah. like I'm like smart enough that like I can be like punchy and copyright really well. And then they wanted this show, which is basically like kind of copywriting like dialogue, but like kind of pre- like presenter stuff. Yeah. But they wanted it to be funny. They wanted to like write a lot of jokes with that, but they, it was like a good stepping stone into it was doing like something. They wanted to get fashion people to be funny. Yeah, so yeah. The, the bar was set like kind of low, but yeah. it was like a lot of responsibility and it was really creative and it was like working with different kinds of talent, like to make them funnier was yeah. really like funny. Like we had Tyson uh, Beckford on the show. Oh my God. And now I follow him on Instagram. And guys, if you want an Instagram to look at, Tyson is Beckford he... is so porno. Like really? every picture is like him with his shirt off and like so much like above pubic stuff. Wow. He's like, it's like really cutting it close. He really loves his body and wants the whole world now, to know it. Now, what's the joke you'd write about his so Instagram we... feed? Oh, for his Instagram feed, let like <laughs> he has to get like a bikini wax before he takes a selfie. It's like insane. Yeah. So yeah, if, you know that's my big joke. Yeah. But also Tyson Beckford as a person, when you're trying to like produce him to be funnier, is <laughs> really hard because he was like, we were talking about food, and we were like, so what's like a meal you might make for like a girl, like that kind of like go-to meal if you cook for her? And he was like, oh, I got one. And we're like, what is it? And he was like, no, oh, no, I'm saving it for the air. And we're like, come on, don't, like, please don't do that. We were like, just like tell us because you know, like we should know. And he was like, no, 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 I'm saving it. And then like all of this happened. Everyone's like, what's Tyson make? Like our producers are like, what does he make? We're like, he said he's saving it. It was like this whole thing. And then on, on air, he answers chicken. That was it. That was the yeah, it was It wasn't even a particular it wasn't specific. dish. It wasn't like chicken Kiev. It was so disappointing. Ch- like roasted chicken. He was like ch- just chicken, like potato. I mean, it was so bad. And you're like, that you're like is, that was your big thing. Yo, girl, I'm gonna take you home. I'm gonna make you <laughs> some chicken. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make you some chicken. You're getting a call from your husband. Yeah, Do you want to take it? Yeah, 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 take it while you're here. This is part of life. Hello? Is um, he's on speaker. Hey, Langan and I got pulled in to do a podcast. We're in the girls' room in the shower. You can't come in, Casey. Okay, he says, cool, cool. Okay, you're on the podcast briefly, but it's for ladies, so get the fuck yeah. out of here. That's right. You just hung up? That's out. He's out. He's out. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, and what teams are you on at the theater currently? Currently, I'm on a beautiful team called What I Did for Love, and that's it. I was on oh, my yeah. team for a bit, and then I recently stepped down mm-hmm. to just it had been a while and I was yeah. like I need to and we know. did a spank together we recently did a spank together which is the name of like a written show at UCB kind of try it out for a run but yeah uh, I don't know I yeah I'm gonna teach yeah, it's, there I I don't know you know my oh, yeah, wife, Ling is a teacher now I'm, I'm a teacher now and a working actress working 
actress, which, you know, it is funny. I think that this is a true thing. I think every time you, uh, well, when you're starting out on something, you're like, I'm never going to get there. And then you get there. And then there's, like, always something new to fill yeah. that I'm never going to get there spot, yeah. you know? And I think I read this good interview with, of all people, Jeff Bridges once. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Uh, I always look to him. I always look to Jeff. It's like, what would Jeff do? What has Bridges got to say yeah. about this? But he did say he was, like, every time he starts a new movie, it was one of those, like, dumb, like, actors speak mm-hmm. of, like, but he was, like, uh, they were like, do you feel like confident in yourself now? He's been acting for what, a hundred years? And he was <laughs> like, oh no, he's like, you, like, you're, he's like, I'm always anxious, but you kind of got to make like anxiety your buddy because it's just like always going to be with you. Anxiety as a performer? Yeah, or just like, will I yeah. be good? Like, will I be... Judy Dench just came out and said something similar. She was That's like, I'm... wild. It's insane. She came out, and I forget what it was like, what publication interviewed her, and I'm she totally... She came out. She came out as a, as an anxious written actress. <laughs> she was, That's a tough one, because you think she'd be confident as fuck. Yeah. But she was like, I'm terrified I'm not good. She said that when she's on stage, like, in, like, doing, like, whatever of the bard she's doing at, like, the West End, right. um, she's like, I'm constantly in a fear that I'm gonna forget my lines it just like was so vulnerable and like unexpected that I was like just kill me now right like, when like, is it fun it's, it's ever it's never gonna get um it's never gonna get good no it will I don't know life is like that it's, yeah. it's a lot of bad moments and then there's some very fun cool ones as well but um but yeah basically you can't you can't get anything unless you try it so no matter what just true. try it gotta try and also just like be confident I think that's the number one thing that anyone would say is like you waste a lot of time I know and on like lack of confidence about things I still waste time on it or like insecurity and caring too much about what other people are doing yeah it's way better to fail like and then just like never do anything it's true because people get rewarded for like the worst shit just because they did bad it. Bad people are successful. Just because they did something, it could be the bad. biggest piece of turds that has ever <laughs> been in the world. Oh, and it's yeah. like just because they did it, they're like, well, you you deserve something and it's, now. It's upsetting because they're you know they're good people that didn't try, like yeah. that just didn't try. And I think yeah, don't be afraid of being bad. I don't know. We're in like, but also we're in a bathroom. Yeah, we're, we're in a bathroom. And I don't know who we are to, you know, sort of give yeah. advice. Oh, yeah, um, that's also true. I'm, yeah, this is completely. Yeah, I don't think we're qualified no. for this job. The light's just dimmed in here. But not in the shower. But not in the shower. The shower remains intact. Right. This has um, been. This has been. This think, American bathroom. This has been this American bathroom. And. My cat. I don't know. That's Mark Barron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do, do your best, Ira Glass. Um, chapter okay. one. Chapter, chapter one. one. Chapter we're one. In the uh, bathroom? We're in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's the crazy thing about it Cody Linquist wow, joining Cody us live the at the Ladies in I don't even know what's podcast. going on, but I just saw these beautiful ladies oh in here God. and I just walked in. We're so. doing a Ladies in Comedy podcast. Oh my God, um, guys. I am sort of a lady and sort of in comedy, so oh I just God, like this really is, appreciate this it. Is this is Cody, another working experience. actress, Cody Linquist. She this also has a 
son who just turned one years old. So you're really doing it all. You're you you're having the babies and getting back to business in the words of Beyonce. We can have it all, you know. Um, and that's just what I want to like impart on you, ladies. Like I want you to know that. Um, anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted, but no, it's just I love this shower situation and it's great. I think we're just gonna gonna wrap up. This is a good place to leave it. If you want to give one piece of advice to women in comedy in Chicago, you know, live your life. Um, do your thing, live your best life, and um, just, you know, enjoy. Yeah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Shalom.